I have never, I've never met a historian in the flesh. It's a delight. You just get all up in there. When are people pissing? I, I, I want to know if I can avoid the pissing time. But it was just the fact that you made the chicken noise after penetration. I shouldn't have looked at you when you did it. That's what woke me up. And I don't want to be seen with a guy with a weird head. It's just a restaurant outside. I'm not sure what kind of food you're serving here. Come on in and be surprised. Yo. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Can't Tell Us Nothing yeah. show. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Apples. Th- thank you. Huh? That was John, everybody. My name is Antoine. <laughs> is it Amici? And that was the guy that said apples, John. And Tandy. And when we're all in with each other's eyesight, we form Can't Tell Us Nothing, the improv group out of Houston, Texas. <laughs> yes. we, we're, we're here at 92KELZ recording the show. What it this makes sh- it sound like if we show up at a grocery store at the uh-huh. same time. We'll we be can't tell, can't tell we, we do. That's yeah. what Lock happens. Eyes and we become. It's, it's, it's like all right, everybody, trying. hold your cards. We're going to hear improv scene. We're at 92KELZ. Uh, what this show is, we're going to take a discussion, opinions, whatever topics we have on our brains, turn those into improv scenes on the spot. Sometimes we're joined by a guest. This is one of those days. Today in the studio, we have Roger Anderson. Hey, everyone. The first Ooh. coach of Can't Tell Us Nothing. Yeah, yeah. first coach yeah. of Can't Tell yes. Us Nothing, co-owner yeah. of, of Station Theater, yeah. Which, yeah. which you hear us talk about a lot. Roger, <laughs> how, how else would you like to introduce yourself? I believe you said the second coming. No. That's accurate. The director... Um, uh, owner-director director of Station Theater. And you're right, I was your first uh, improv coach, but like a, like a hermit crab growing and casting aside a shell, I'm a, but a lonely shell on the beach. I'm just, I'm just joking. And we're the crabs? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? You guys are the crabs. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, I'm just joking. Yeah, man, so you've been, you, you own a, an improv theater here yeah. in Houston. Yeah. In, in one of the biggest markets. As far as popular potential, yeah. yeah, no, it's and it's something. Um, I'm it's it's exciting and it's something that I would never have envisioned myself doing, but I do. I'm I enjoy it every day, and it, it's funny because I don't know, um, I, I used to have like jobs, like yeah. jobs, and it was always interesting how, I don't know about anyone else, but I find myself, it's difficult to get motivated to do work for other people. <laughs> You know yes. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, someone will be like, oh, we have to do this report this way. And it'll be like, ah, boss, you are so passionate about this. And I just don't <laughs> care. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and, and it's very interesting because when you are technically doing in business for yourself, if you sleep in late, well, that's you're making yourself fail. So it's just very... Yep unique way of like shaming yourself but at the same like it's good shame it's like good motivation good shame um, yes but it's cool i mean we've been around for six like formally for six years wow. but we're continuing to grow it's just a super fun community to be involved in and yeah like you said houston's the uh fourth third or fourth largest city in the country yeah. there's millions of people that live here and they need uh live entertainment and um it's like Houstonians themselves are super talented, and um, it's uh, really cool to be a part of, you know, providing that those so, platforms. So you you said that you never really saw yourself owning a theater. So yeah. how did you end up in that position? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, part of it, uh, you know, this sounds so cliche, but part of it was, you know, back in the day 
we were I, back in the day, 2010. Um, <laughs> back in my I can day. remember. Uh, now, I mean, in 2010, it was a thing where, you know, now we'll do shows where you'll, you'll have hundreds of people every month come see shows, a couple hundred, you know, almost 100 people every week. And I would say back in 2011, 12, you know, we were doing shows in uh, – bars or above bars and yep. i did some of those shows you did you've done yeah. some, y'all all done some mm-hmm. of those shows and it was a thing where when you had six people come it was like oh man we've got an audience mm-hmm. <laughs> we gotta be good tonight we, gotta be good tonight. we don't yeah. know some of those people <laughs> yeah and it was like back in those days it was just a matter of you know if it's like all right well we have six people coming we someone needs to take money at the door or someone needs to do this or that and just by by virtue of being there, you know, and then just like knowing how it works, you just kind of find yourself in a position where it's like, all right, well, I already know how all this works. I probably should be the one that's telling other people how to do it. So mostly just like being being in the right place at the right time. Exactly. I mean, that's the key for <laughs> a, a lot of opportunity. Yeah. Lands in people's left just yep. because they were there yeah. often enough where people would turn and see their face yeah. and eventually like, maybe this guy can do it. But you know, it, it's, that's also called persistence. You know what I mean? It's yep. like, yeah. it's, it's a matter of, uh, it's not easy. Like some situations are like, Oh, you're in the right place at the right time. But some situations you literally have to go to the right place again and again and again and again until it's the right time. So <laughs> Yeah, there, there, there's also something to be said for, you know, putting in hours and stuff. But honestly, I, I don't it's, – it's the type of thing where I don't feel like it's work. I mean, it is work, and I'm tired, and, like, I – sometimes. Not right now. I'm fine. But, I mean, like, it, it does it – does, it, it feels like work, but it feels like good work. It's like – Yeah, It's like that work. thing – I don't know about y'all, but um, I didn't get math until – I started making money. Yes. Like when I was in school, I was like, this math is stupid. Like what? John has 25 watermelons. He wants to donate three to the church. How many watermelons <laughs> would he have? He, I don't know. You're like, what? <laughs> Ted, Ted has Ted has ninety four jumbo jets. Uh-huh. If he if he cuts one jumbo jet in half, <laughs> and then whatever, like how fast will they get? How, yeah, yeah like, exactly. Yeah. So it's like we cut to this exact lesson. <laughs> so uh, you see, Ted has nineteen jumbo jets class, and if Ted were to want to divide one of his jumbo jets to say give to a business partner, how many jumbo jets would he have after that endeavor is taken? Uh, I I, uh, I can answer that. Oh yeah, you you Tyrell, go ahead. Okay, uh, it would depends on how many women he wants to fit on the rest of those jets. Exactly. What? <laughs> yeah. That is exactly the amount of women that fits on these jets is a, is what we call a variable that changes the entire equation. That's right. That's right. No. All, all right, class. So let's 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 change the scenario <laughs> a little bit. This so, this lesson's boring. What what about like guys like me who don't have a girlfriend? I'm sorry. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't. Want, I don't want to. How many jumbo jets do you have? None. Well, let's see. If you followed the math, you would have known. <laughs> well, it will never apply to me then, right? Don't be like that. Yeah, man. Don't be like that, man. If everyone here learns math, you can be like Ted and get 19 jumbo jets and all the women that fit within them. I yeah, or man. men. Oh, okay. I, I read an article on Bill Gates, man. Mm-hmm. He was one of the smartest dudes. He scored really high in math, man. He has like five jumbo jets. That's what math can do for you, man. 
Exactly. Man. That's what math can do Knowing for you. Knowing math makes you rich. It and makes popular? you everything, man. If there's anything you want to take away from my class, class, uh-huh. is knowing math makes you rich. What? Are you? <laughs> are, are you rich? What? <laughs> Mr. Evans, are you, are you rich? You know math. You teach math. Um. Yeah, we like a, to know this a, answer. How many jobs do you have? Yeah. yeah. There's a. <clears throat> there's a. There's a. There's a saying out there. Mm-hmm. Those uh, those that can't do teach, and uh, I do know math class. I do, I do, but out there in the real world, it, it can get a little different. It can get a little difficult. Okay, and I buckled under the pressure. I couldn't take the pressure of these scenarios that I'm preparing you for. All right, that's why I'm making sure that you don't fall into the same mistakes. Okay, I had to divide. Three laundromats, all right? <laughs> laundromats, they're pretty small. Much smaller than jumbo jets, but there was a, a, a division within the company and there had to be a separation of the assets and they looked to me to do that because of my math background and I, I, I fumbled, okay, class? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anyway. Why you hurt his feelings, bro? <laughs> I, I, I was having fun in class until you wanted to pull his, you wanted to pull his, his ego out of his chest. Well, I, didn't, I didn't know he had that whole big backstory about Of course, why you see that. how he drives the Mazda up to the work? <laughs> yeah, you Nobody see Nobody with a Mazda has a jumbo jet. See that Mazda. Yeah. Jesus, guys. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. We, we kept it after class where he was talking to, to just uh, little Tony. Tony, I'm, I'm sorry for what happened in class, first and foremost. Uh, I didn't mean to, to lose it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you, you, you don't have as much as the rest of the classmates. You... You got in here on a, on a very special scholarship mm-hmm. into this class. Uh, I don't, I see a lot of myself in you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying it's good. Even, even though I don't oh, have I'm, a lot of, bad. <laughs> I don't have a lot of money, okay? But I have a lot of experience. So I, wanna, I just want to prepare you, okay? Okay. I just want to prepare you, all right? Right. You need to go home. Mm-hmm. You need to learn math much better than all these other other kids in your class, okay? Because they have more than you do, and they're gonna hold that over you. But you need to, you need to persevere. All right. Baby, hurry right. up! Get the, get the Mazda. All right, my mom's here to pick me up. But <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I see a lot of myself in you. Okay. Don't go down my path. Oh man, it's a lot to. <sighs> you know, I, I'm gonna stay here for an hour and just do some math homework and. Get really good at math, and I do not want to be a math teacher when I'm older. We cut to the teacher's office the next day. Uh, Mr. Evans? What? Uh, I'm uh, sorry. Uh, the office said it would be okay to walk I'm, in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah go listen, ahead. Listen, I'm, I'm here because um, my son, uh, Larry's in your class, and uh, he stayed here. I call him Little Tony. Oh, well, I, yeah, he told me about that. He I, I, said that you give them names because they're going to be rich. One day, and they should like have a jazzier name, and Larry sucked. Larry, yeah, Larry me. makes people think of Cableman. Right, I think that's Tony, terrible. Tony is well, much we more envision a guy in a suit. That's what's on his birth certificate. Anyway, he stayed here for like five hours yesterday, just doing math. Oh, that's great. And when great. he came home, he told me that um, he was on the internet looking at um, escort sites because he had to find lots of women. Uh, oh, okay. To, to this is terrible. This this is not what we teach at home, and I'm I'm afraid that I feel like you're corrupting. 
You're corrupting Larry. I see a lot of myself in little Tony. Um, his, Larry, his name is Larry. <laughs> his last name is Larry? No, his name is Larry. Oh, okay. Uh, I see a lot of myself in little Tony. And uh. when I was his age, I was doing that same thing. I was struggling in math. And I knew that math gets the ladies. And so I was looking on escort sites to see if I could find a shortcut. It does, it does not. Okay? Because that combines the two. All right? Those are women for a price. That's math and women together. His father works at NASA. Okay? His father knows math very well. It's not a mystery. It doesn't come with some magical jets and, and, and women all over the place. Okay? His father works. He comes home. He pays bills. He's got one wife. And he knows math. Why are you... Why are you creating some... How many space shuttles does his father have? None. The government owns the space shuttle. Well, see, we don't want him going oh, down that path, do Mr. we? Mr. Evans. I don't own any space shuttles either. Listen, all okay? I'm asking... I don't even own my car. I, I, I saw that. I don't want to cause trouble. I mean, you've been here for a while. We cut to NASA meeting with his father. Uh, excuse me, uh, boss. Mm -hmm. uh, this weekend is prom. And I was yeah. going to ask if I could uh, borrow one of the space shuttles <laughs> to give to my boy. I mean, I've been working real hard. I've, I've figured out a way to travel around the moon ten times on one gas tank. <laughs> All I'm asking is that you could throw me a, just, a, just, a little, just a little advance on my, the next ten years of my salary. Yeah, well, you know, normally I would say no, but, you know, um, we're not sending any shuttles into space right now, so <laughs> you can... You can you can have one on Friday. Oh, thank yeah. you, man. Just make sure you wash it before you bring it back. Oh man, definitely, definitely, man. This is gonna be for my boy, man. He's struggling out there. Okay, for your boy, right? This is for my boy. Okay. Yeah, we're trying to win him over to the stem, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the keys. Thank you. <laughs> to the, the <laughs> discovery. Uh, what's the uh, what's the alarm system on it? Is that does it hit the button or it is just it hit cold? The button, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to have the boys round up the truck so they can bring the shuttle to the, to the house. Okay. All right. I love you, man. I love this job. Uh, yeah, me too. It's, it's, it's pretty great. Go NASA. Go NASA. We cut to prom. Oh, look. Tony look got a space shuttle. Look at shuttle. Hey, little Tony. Oh, my gosh. It's working good. There's all these... All, the, all these women who want to... Hey, girls, let's all get in the space shuttle. Yes. Now, hold on. I can only fit. Let me do the math real quick. Oh, my God. What happened to my bra? Oh! Whoa! Oh, the sound system in here is amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, do you guys want to go around the block? Let's go around the block. Let's go to IHOP. And, and then when they take off, the space shuttle does a thing where pieces break off. Like, <laughs> they're driving. Oh, no, no, you... You're losing, you're losing the, the, the back part. Oh, oh no. Uh, I don't have my license yet. I should, you're, should be driving this thing. You're not driving oh, no, I can't pull over. Oh, no. Pull over. Okay. I'm sorry. Yo, I'm getting so much trouble. It would be cool. It would be cool. Okay. All, right. All right. Can you, uh, uh, does this window roll down? Or how do, no. All right. Can you just step out of the shuttle, please? Okay. Hi, officer. Sir, do you know how fast you were going? Um, sorry, um, I was at we're at prom and uh, turns out you're going 900 miles per hour. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a, bit, a little quick, I know, but it's about the minimum speed of of, of the space shuttle Discovery. <laughs> There's debris all over the road, son. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna clean it up. You know, it, it's just a big night for. Come on, it's just look. I know night. prom is a big night. Yeah. All right. Now, how many people do you have in that shuttle? Um, it's me and seven women. Okay, you and seven women in one shuttle. 
you were divided by two. Are you doing the math? We Houstonians naturally have so much space knowledge, you know? <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> so accurate. <laughs> One gas tank. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you're saying that you didn't really care about math until, until um, money came into play. Yeah, we know it's something... Yeah, you have those weird equations that you're supposed to do, and my big thing has always just been motivation. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, what? I don't, who is, this, this isn't a real person. But then the moment I start going like, oh, I have to work this many weeks in order to buy a PlayStation or whatever, then I actually started paying attention. And like now, I love to crunch numbers owning a business because I'm like, oh man, if I do this, this, and this, then that means I could potentially make this much money. I'm not saying greed is great, but like, you know, I mean, you have to motivate yourself to be successful. And that was something where I'm like, oh, math isn't like a boring theoretical thing. It's a tool you use to do fun things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or to increase the things more. Yeah, exactly. That is something I feel like a math teacher would say on day one. (laughs) It's not a theoretical bull. (laughs) It's that's something you do to do fun things, class. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah it's and number, how many jumbo jets do you have? The numbers are fun. And really, that's, you know, that's pretty much everything. It's like it's only until you're, like, in full swing. Because, like, now I'm a 32-year-old man, and I think about, like, oh, I want to take a course on Roman architecture. You know what I mean? Where it's like now you're like, oh, this stuff is actually interesting. But when you're sitting there forced to learn it, you're like, whatever. Mm. That's how I talked when I was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) I talk like a kid on Nickelodeon. That sounds like like when you get older, you start (laughs) – like when I realized that I was getting older is when certain uh, gifts I received or like I appreciated. Mm. Like, ooh, a towel. I needed yeah. some towels. This is a nice. Yes. This is a nice towel. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Fifteen-year-old yeah. me would not have cared for that towel at all, but thirty-year-old no. me was like. I knew I was getting old when I started buying like special K vanilla almond cereal <laughs> and like yeah. honey nut Cheerios, and was like, "This is amazing!" Because I just can't do the extra sugar anymore, and my family couldn't get me to eat that when I was a kid. I would have yeah, felt disrespected if they brought in like. Special K. <laughs> sure. And also it's something where I'll go back and I'll be like, oh, I forgot what Apple Jacks tasted like. And I'll buy some Apple Jacks. I can do two handfuls of Apple Jacks before I'm like, got it. Yes. <laughs> like, this is what Apple Jacks tasted like. Yeah. I'm not in Apple Jacks mode anymore. At all. Shout out to Apple Jacks. <laughs> uh, you guys have been feeding America for years. Well done, Apple Jacks. Well done, Apple Jacks. Well done. <laughs> Strong brand. But you gr- you grow out of Apple Jacks. Yeah, you do, and then you become an adult and start your own business and stuff. I do think it's interesting because the thing about teaching is I spend a lot of time teaching people how mm. to do improv. It's very interesting the different expectations that people have mm. whenever they start doing an improv. Class. Like what? Well, I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd say, like, you know, you look at a percentage of, like, any given class, and I'd say, like, if there are, you know, 10 people, so... Two people, like, want to become a professional comedian. Like, they intend someday to move and go and try to be a professional comedian. You'll have one person who's a stand-up comedian and registered for the class by accident. (laughs) (laughs) They just saw comedy, and they're like, I guess that's what I want to do. And you kind of have to explain to them the the difference between stand-up and what that is. You'll have three people 
that just uh, are just having, you know, they're there to have some fun. They're just like, hey, let's see what's going on. And then the rest, one, two, three, four, yeah, let's do the math. The rest, um, those people are like professionals who are trying to do like professional development. So you'll have a lot of attorneys and um, people in the medical field will do it because they're like, oh, well, this aids communication. So I want to get into practice of it. But it's funny because like people will do it. You know, we'll start with level one and people just don't know what to expect. They'll be like, well, wait a second. You know, we're going to be talking or what are we going to be talking yeah. about a lot of those people never even saw an improv show before no. right <laughs> no <laughs> and i have to educate them on what the class is and it's like that's not like a magic thing it's just like a, a mental <laughs> process that you do on stage and they're like what they still don't get it like what um but it, it is also fun to see people start off not understanding it then getting really intimidated by it then yeah. finding fun in it, and then actually becoming pretty good at it. That's yeah. that's a pretty <clears throat> the rewarding. Five stages yeah. of improv. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The, that's. I mean, you cut to a psychologist meeting with an improviser. So what I, what I'm hearing is that you are in your second stage of improv. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's overwhelming. It's you. intimidating. It's intimidating. It's, it's, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Yeah. I, uh, okay. There's you gotta you gotta yes and things. You gotta. Uh, you gotta, you gotta remember names. And then there's, then there's like object. You gotta do things with like, no, there's not an object there, but you're supposed to pretend like there is. You are absolutely correct. Um, and I want you to be encouraged. These are all things that you do repeatedly every day of your life. What? What do you mean? You pick up things in your life. That aren't there? That are there. Oh, okay. You remember people's names. That's true. You speak to people and you look them in the eye and listen. Okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, can, do, I do that. You can do this. Thanks. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, uh, they told me to come to you because I was just, I was sweating a lot on stage and, and I would start freaking out and just screaming at people, just yelling, and I, w I would make a lot of jokes. Just, just, that was my fallback. That was your fallback? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have um, a prescription that I want to write for you. Really? Yes. Uh, anything that, that could help me not make as many good jokes on stage. It's going to be some um, Ambien. And what, and what does that do? Um, you'll see. <laughs> well, <laughs> hold on. It's, yeah. it's going to be a surprise. How do I know if it's working? Like, oh, you, you will know if it's working. It'll increase your possibility of improvising. Uh, I'm not supposed to deny things, so I guess I better... <laughs> We uh, cut to the improviser uh, when he's uh, back at home. Um, so it's around dinner time. Hey, uh, honey. Um, yeah. Uh, dinner's been ready for like 30 minutes, but you've been sitting in the living room just uh, eating an invisible meal or something? I'd oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, pr I'm practicing. You know, I've been taking that improv class. Okay. Well, it's just, you know, the, the roast is getting cold and, you know, kind of hungry. I, uh, well, I felt like if I practiced my what they call object work mm -hmm. um, here before dinner, it actually would make me better at dinner, uh, eating this imaginary meal first. Um, so why, why don't I, we just eat I'm almost meal. done here, okay. actually. I still got a little bit on little the plate. A little bit of what? Of, of my, my meal. I'm eating uh, ravioli. Oh, okay. Here. Uh, so I, I'll just finish up here, and then I'll, I'll go there if I'm not too full. Okay. Um, oh, and uh, one other thing. Um, recently, since you've been taking that medication... Um, you've been calling me different names every once in a while, and 
Um, I don't know if that's to do with the improv as well. You know, pretending I'm different people. But uh, I just want to see if I can remember the name mm-hmm. after I call you a new name. What is my name? Oh, um, today? Oh, okay. uh, I believe it's Ashley today. Oh, okay. Well, my name's Diana. Um, if you could just call me Diana instead. Well, you're not supposed to deny the name. I called, when I call you Ashley, you're, you're supposed to accept that. Okay. Um, can we just use my You want name? me to be good at this, right? I'm taking this to be a better husband. We cut back to the psych <laughs> department. So what it sounds like you are now experiencing is a domestic issue that is spawned from your lack of improv skills, okay? Are you saying I'm not <coughs> good at improv? I'm saying you're not good at marriage, marriage or improv. You're, we're are you fix- about to say that as a psychiatrist? Uh, this is my practice. I can say okay. whatever I want. Okay. I got out of working for the man a long time ago. Oh, all right. right. So um, we're going to fix your marriage through improv. Were you an improviser? You're really good. I'm a psychologist, and I read many books over a lot of many different categories. And my formula for learning this skill is exactly what I'm giving you as an improviser and as a married man. So I want you to go home, and I want you to have sex with your wife, and I don't want you to edit that scene. I mean, that's that's kind of a two-person. She has to agree. There's no... I can't just decide. Then you must endow her with (laughs) the gift of sex so that she can jump inside the scene and be on board. Again, I, like, (laughs) you mean you gave me the mystery pill? (laughs) It was Ambien. Yeah, but you didn't tell me what to expect with it. It was a sleep pill. It helps quiet the, the rational brain. I wanted you to be in a, in a somewhat sleep stupor where your mind can just wander and be a great improviser. I read that from the sleep doctor that I, wa- I actually took care of and treated right before the Buddhist monk. But listen. Did, did you actually go to school for therapy or did you just talk to a bunch of therapists? When I went to psychology <laughs> school, on my internship, I worked with so many people. One of them was a psychologist and I learned psychology <laughs> through my, three, my treatment of him. <laughs> Stuff works. <laughs> I run a business. All right, all right. Just all right, listen, all right. go home. Endow your wife with something that leads to sex. And don't edit the scene until you've heightened it. Cool. We, uh, we cut to him back at home. Um, honey, you said we're going out for, for dinner, um, but we're just sitting in these two chairs. Um, yeah, we're in a restaurant. Oh. Um, there water, there's water on the table. There's, there's nothing here. There's and no, your, there's your no- favorite wine. This is a sexy night. Okay, this is the improv thing. Yes. Oh, okay. And this is the sexy night. Uh Um, And uh, we're both feeling good. And let's go from there. Okay, I'm not feeling good. I'm pretty hungry. I I just said we were both feeling good. I I, I was ready for Italian. (laughs) You said we're going out for dinner. And I'm sitting. Okay, well, when the waiter comes by, we'll get, we'll order. There's no one else here. It's just the two of us. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was late. (laughs) Oh, my wife wouldn't let me out the house, man. Thanks a lot. Anyway, oh, oh. Thanks for having my back. You're, you've been waiting for a while. <laughs> let me tell you about our specials tonight. <laughs> we are serving ravioli a la Ooh, and ravioli a la <laughs> Is oh, your whole improv class here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're going to help They're gonna help us out. They're going to help save our marriage. Oh, yes. And after this, we've made a lovely, decadent, and uh, a sexy uh, dessert 
for the two of you to take home to share. Mm, wink, wink. Let me see mm. the husband gets tagged out. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Yes. I was noticing you while sitting across from your husband, and it was such a sexy night. And he wasn't making any moves. I figured that I would. Honey, can you get your friends out of here? This is Sorry, I'm, not, I'm not in the scene. I'm not in the scene. Just keep going. Look, um, um, I know you guys have fun doing this, this improv stuff, but I don't. Um, I, I, I like reading books. I like hanging out with my husband. I used to like hanging out with my husband, but I don't really anymore because all he wants to do is, is do improv and talk about improv, and it's annoying. You could have just edited the scene <laughs> anytime you wanted. I'm, I, I prefer you just edit. You don't just break the scene like that. I'm, we're trying. We're here to help your husband. He really loves you. I do. He's committed to this. I am. Our whole class That's is side here. support. Our yeah. whole class is here. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it, it is kind of sweet that you're doing this to try and make our marriage. I'm not in the scene. Stop talking to me. <laughs> no, honey, I have to talk. I'm talking to you because this is about me and you. Ring, 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 ring. Who's, who's ring, phone is that? Ring, ring, it's ring, mine. Ring. It's, uh, click. Hello? Yeah, let me talk to the wife. <laughs> Why are you calling my wife? She wants to talk. Oh. So she wants to, to, not my wife, your wife. Here. So I'm just supposed to pretend to take a phone from you so I can talk to the guy who's standing in, uh, in the room with me? Talk to the man on the phone. Okay, hello. Hello. You don't know who I am. You can just use your real voice. I mean, I, I can see you. Come on, man. I've been working on this voice for a while. Tell her to participate. Cut back to the psychology. <laughs> um, you are now in stage four <laughs> of your improv journey. Okay, so I'm progressing. This you are good. progressing. Um, I, uh, it sounds like you had a lot of great scenes that night. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, my scene partner, he was working on his voice, and it really came through today. Uh, it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. For the final phase, I think I'm going to join a scene with you and your wife. We're going to do a mono scene. And we're going to get down to the bottom of what's really going on in your marriage. <laughs> I'll be over there Tuesday at 7 o'clock. <laughs> All right, honey. So it's just going to be one long scene. And he's, he's going to join us. And there won't be any cuts. won't be any edits. It'll be a, just a straight through improv scene. So he's just coming over for dinner. Is that what's happening? <laughs> well, and, and we're going to, it's going to be a scene about our marriage. And so he's going he's gonna to talk. He's going to play a uh, therapist. And we're not really supposed to plan out this much beforehand, but okay. this is, this is a, a special uh, therapy session. Okay. Can, can I eat while this is going on? Uh, not, not real food. We don't want to use real food. We want to use uh, object, object work. Oh. All right, guys, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step in here. I hope I didn't interrupt you guys at all. Um, these three chairs, or this is where we're going to do our yes. magic right here. All right. Uh, so, ma'am, uh, mm -hmm. my name is Dr. Watson. Okay. I'm a psychologist, uh, self-trained, self-psychologist. Self-trained um, psychologist? <laughs> yes. Okay. So it turns out psychology is it's all about the mind and how we interpret what's happening to us and uh, you don't need to go to college much. To okay, just just get to <laughs> why you're here, please. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna sit on one of these chairs with, um, and then and, and we're gonna do this model thing. Are you guys? Is everyone ready for this? Oh yes. Yes. All right, I'm gonna set the 20 minutes on the phone, and someone give us a word to start this <laughs> therapy session. It's, oh, sorry. We can fun. start there. Okay. <laughs> we can start there. All right. It's, it is. <laughs> All right, ma'am. So when's the last time you guys had sex? 
Um, it was a few weeks before we started doing improv. <laughs> Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like looking into a mirror. Yeah, I was wondering if we were going to talk about improv. In yeah, in, in an improv scene. Well, I just just some general because I'm not your coach anymore. General notes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. great. It was great that the one character exclusively ate pretend ravioli. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're going to be eating something in a scene, make sure it's ravioli. That's that's the that's that thing. Um, the other thing is um, I in, endowing someone with the gift of sex. <laughs> it is both the most horrifying. <laughs> And elegant phrase <laughs> that there is. It's both, both of those things. But it, it, that uh, did make me think, though, about um, people's mornings. Because so for me, I used to just do like advertising and marketing, and I would have a normal work day. And for a while, I was doing uh, the theater stuff at the same time as having a normal work day. So I would be um, waking up at seven thirty. Um, rushing out the door to get to work at eight, working until five, driving over to theater to teach at six, teaching until 10 o'clock, then working some more admin stuff until midnight, going home and then dying. Um, (laughs) And then we got to the point where I can, uh, you know, we got to the point where we could do theater stuff full time. And so now my schedule is completely different. I don't have to wake up at seven or eight. So now I can't. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at a point where like my body's like programmed to come wake up at 11 and I'll be at, um, station up until three, four in the morning sometimes. So what I'm wondering is like, what, what are y'all? Cause basically the reason I'm asking is, um, now I'm at a point where I'm like, all right, I want to grow. I want to develop professionally because now I don't have a boss. I'm the one that has to do that. Mm-hmm. So to do that, I'm going to have to take more advantage of mornings. My question is, I want to know about y'all's mornings. What What is your typical morning like, and what advice would you give me <laughs> to, like, maximize my morning potential? Do I want to start? Yeah. <clears throat> I started, um, and this actually happened after I got laid off from my job mm-hmm. um, a few years ago. What I found out was, um, and my mornings have to be, there has to be a routine because yeah. I'm, I'm traditionally just like a, a, a lazy person, you know, um, and I'm not a very organized person. And what I found that when I, if I set some goals up in the morning and I have a, excuse me, like a, a routine that, that yeah. I can follow, typically by 11 o'clock, if I, let's say I get up, if I get out of the house by 830 or whatever, I can know by 11 o'clock if I'm not in a good mood or if like my day is going wherever it's not supposed to go and I can change it at that moment based off my routine whereas in the past I didn't have normal like schedule or routine I might not I could be something could be brewing all day and I wouldn't find out until like later on that day so is it like exercise breakfast or like shower kind of stuff just like simple stuff yeah simple stuff but like so now you know now I'm a kid so now it's like I wake up I feed my my daughter while I'm feeding my daughter I'm reading um, because she likes to eat by herself. So, mm. And the reason why I read, and reading is like, to me, is like exercising. It makes me like focus on something, yeah. you know, and I don't really typically want to do it. So when I, after I finish, even if it's like 10 minutes, I'm like, oh, I read something today, yeah. you know. Um, but, 
you know, just. Well, that's, I, a, that's the same mentality of people making their bed, where it's like, well, yeah. you're just going to mess it up later, but the act of making it probably makes you feel like, yep, yeah, I did that. Yeah. Yeah, making your bed in the morning, I would recommend. Do you is, do that? Is a quick win. So my mornings, <laughs> since I've gotten married, are completely different. <laughs> I've 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 lost a lot of structure. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I can't make my bed because my wife's in it. So. <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> You're just standing next to it, just. <laughs> um, Consequences. But my my mornings are actually not as structured as they used to be. When my mornings were doing good, I did wake up. And, you know, go brush my teeth and make my bed and uh, do, like, a little exercise. There's even a while where I was, like, meditating for a bit, go make breakfast, like, watch a video while I'm, while I'm eating breakfast, then head off to work. Like, yeah. that was a nice morning. I didn't feel rushed. It was, it was good. But I didn't have to get to work till like, 9.30. Yeah. Uh, but now nowadays, it's more like wake up, let the dogs out, probably get back in bed, <laughs> <laughs> sleep a little bit more, and then, like, go to... I work from home, so like go to my office and then start working. Like after I get it's dressed. Like next to your bedroom. It's it's my uh, office. It's across the hall. It's across the hall. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, so it's not great. I, I I want to have more time in the morning to do things like that, yeah. but it's it's just it hasn't happened it's not yet. Happening. I'm still we're still finding our rhythm. Sure. We cut to a bedroom. Hey, honey, wake up. Wake up, honey. <laughs> honey. <laughs> what? Yeah. Get up. Listen. This is my office. What's going on? And you're bringing down the morale. Huh? Uh, so um, one more write-up, and I'm going to have to fire you. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I what do you mean be, by fire I have me? to be really business, okay? We don't have another room. It's a one-bedroom apartment. Mm -hmm. I work from home. This bedroom is the office. Okay. Okay? And I'm trying to get work done, and it's really distracting just looking over and watching you sleep there. You know, Me? You, you, sleeping here is distracting? Well, yeah. You're going to have to get up like me. And, you know, just maybe put a chair in the corner or something, read, do something. It Honey, makes I, it look like you're productive. I, I, I just got off. You know I work a late shift. I just I, I work until 2 in the morning. I, I really would like to get my sleep in. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how my sleeping is distracting you. What, so what do you want me to do? You want me to? I want you to get up. I want, I want you to do what I'm doing. If this bedroom is the office, okay? We have an office culture here. We're not lazy. Right. I, we're up when the sun is out. We're we're productive. We're honey, doing whatever. I, I love the fact that you got this job yeah. where you get to work from home. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. You're a remote worker, but it's I I didn't get your job. I still work the the late night shift at uh, Luby's. I know, but you at least get a chance to leave. You get a chance to leave the house and and do whatever. I mean, and I, and I don't hold you back from that. You but, can, just, but you can leave too, honey. You don't actually have to work from the one bedroom no, apartment. I'm sorry, it's a work from home job. We cut to Luby's the next day. Hey, um, we were looking at some of the numbers, and um, we're gonna have to let you go. Me? Yes. Why? why? Well, we can't. We just can't afford you anymore. You were out working a lot of our employees. Uh, we don't really need that level of skill here. You're saying that I work. Too hard, and I was too productive, and you're letting me go. Um, I'm saying that in so many ways, but yeah, it was you're actually costing us more than what you're producing, but you're doing a great job. How am I costing you more if I'm a great worker? I well, don't well, understand. Well, in order for us to afford you, we would have to buy better quality products to sell our customers, and we just don't want to do that. 
we want to keep it at the same level of quality. So in order to do that, you have to get rid of your job. You know, it's, it's my boss's. Uh, he looked at the numbers as well. And um, we've been going back and forth all day about this, and we're pretty confident that Louise is going to stay around another 10 years based off this decision. Um, all, all right. I, this is horrible. Uh, I guess I'll... Uh, Can we have your shirt back? You want it right now? Yes. I'm, I, I, didn't, I didn't wear an undershirt today. I, That's fine. I was That's fine. Sleepy at home, and, and I didn't, I didn't uh, dress the way I normally dress. Uh, so you, you actually want, me, you want it now still? Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm going to be shirtless. Well, we, we've heard you've been working out, so it won't be that, um, you know. You heard I've been working bad out? Bad for our customers. They might get a good, you know, peek out of that. Uh, we, we kept him going home uh, early, and uh, uh, there's a guy in his apartment. Oh, hey, man. How's it going? Hey, uh, uh, who are you? Um, I work here. <laughs> no, you don't. You... I'm Greg, yeah. No, no, no this, is my, this is my home. My yeah. one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, Christine, Christine's home, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's our home. Okay. Oh, you're you're the husband. Oh, yeah. Great. Okay. I, I, as you can see, I didn't have a great day today, so I don't know what. Yeah, you're wearing a shirt. Yeah. But I need you to get out because I'm gonna go right to bed. Oh, my my shift hey. isn't up yet. So. Hey, Greg. Um, oh, hey, yeah. did you get those reports? Are you done? Yeah. Uh, Christine. Christine. Christine who's this dude? Oh, hey, hey, babe. Yeah, this is Greg. Uh, Greg is a uh, um, support for the executive um, executive training. Uh, system that I'm working on, and um, yeah, Greg is supporting me with that. So, okay, but uh, why is he in our home? Well, well, this is my office. Whoa, what are you doing here without a shirt? What's <laughs> happening with that? I oh, I, you know the rules no shoes, no shirt, no service. Oh, you got in our home? Oh, no, you got this is the office now. All right, these the are business hours. Office. The first word is home in the home office. Hey team, got All some right. coffee for hey. us. Oh, yeah. who is this Roger guy? Macchiato and nice. Thanks. Here's your mocha. Oh yeah, this is our intern, Roger. Hey, my name is Roger. I'm from Rice University. Yeah. Studying an MBA and master in finance. Look, I, I, look, I don't care what who you are. I need you guys out because I need to go to bed right now. I've had a horrible day, and I am just tired. Uh, Christine. Uh, yeah. Um, your husband's kind of. Uh, disruptive. And no, he doesn't fit with the work the culture. culture. Yeah, yes, right, yeah, running yeah. the work culture. I told you that this morning. Oh gosh, what? And why are you home? What's up? What's they, going on? Can we have some privacy, Greg and Roger? Well, I'm, I'm at my desk. I'm at my Come on, desk speak. A, it's it's yeah. work. Yeah. I'll, I'll put my headphones on. Yeah. 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 Put your headphones All on, right, Greg. Yeah. Uh, they they let me go at Luby's. What? Yeah. They said you know because I. I was working the night shift, and, and I was the only guy there, and oh I was serving all the people who had showed up, oh as well as docking. And oh, no, boss. Hey, what's going on? We just got to break through in this Hold project. On. Hold what? on. I'm telling my wife hey, about my day. Quiet down. This is work first. Go on. I think we can Come save on. 15 days off of this process if we just... If we just call one of our vendors and get them to come down on the price. I, I authorize you to do that. I mean, as an intern, I well, know you don't have. You have to jump on this conference call first. Okay, I'll do right? that. How hey. is this breaking? You can do that later. I'll get back to you later. You, you're not telling me anything that, that really needs to be handled right this moment. Uh, I disagree. Uh, no. I can push this conference call off if yes, you want. No, please no, do. No, this is important. Roger. Hey, look, this is the, this, this is work. All right, this is important. No, this I is can't... our marriage right now, right? This is our life together. 
Let it's me tell you work. something. If I called and I tried to get a recommendation from your last employer about what a good employer and or husband you could be, I think that they would not have a good report. They so would say I would that you, I'm a, an amazing worker who actually would <laughs> work so hard that they, they would fired run. you. You're not hireable at this point. You get that? As a matter of fact, once you get to the bathroom and just start, you know, we, we need some janitorial services. Make yourself no. useful. No, start... I'm not working at janitorial service in my own home. This... I just want to go to bed. You're costing me money at this moment. I need to really get with our intern, Roger, and find out what I can do with the vendors. All fine, right? fine. Dude, just go to work. Go to work. I'm going to go to bed. And don't right? get in that bed. No. No, the bed is our conference room. <laughs> we'll be in there shortly to discuss what we can do with the vendors. You do not hop in bed with these two dudes. No, we do. <laughs> oh, we do. Yeah, we get, a lot of work. we get a lot of work done. Everybody's got their laptops. What do you mean? What's wrong with that? We got to put our heads together on yeah. a lot of things, so. Plus, she has this great 15-pound blanket. My weighted blanket. Oh, that's, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. So productive. That was my weighted blanket. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> it helped me sleep. Too much, apparently. We cut to the psychologist. So, um, you're in one of the five stages of job loss. And okay. um, I think what, what can help you out is, um, is you would to go sit in some MBA classes. Some MBA classes. You should go write up a business plan for your marriage and sit down with your wife and then tell me what happens. All right. I'll Before go that, I'm going to write your prescription. All right. right. All right. Well, I don't think that's necessary. I think the MBA classes. Would now, be. this is the equivalent to cocaine. What? Because businessmen have to stay up and alert between the ears. Take this prescription and see what? if it helps your marriage. You, you're prescribing me the equivalent to cocaine? Yes. That we sounds... come back to the house. You're on Adderall. You came in with these ideas about rebranding the marriage. That makes absolutely no sense. And this business plan is written on Laffy Taffy. What's going on? Oh, you see, it's, it's a multi it's a multi-useful business plan. It's multifunctional, no, right? You can read high. it and then you can eat it. No, you're high. Something's wrong. You. This Look, is crazy. I, just think, I just think that the marriage thing is done. It's passe. It's old hat. All right. We need a new direction for marriage, and we need a logo. Everything has a logo. There's no catchy logo for marriage. We don't need a logo. I, I've got a. It's a. It's a home office. That's all it is. The rest of the marriage is Is it okay. a home office or is it an office home? Oh my gosh. Think about it. What's going on with you? The psychologist I went to, he, he got me on the right stuff, all right? And I, I got a lot of great ideas. I've been talking to your boss about some great ideas for, you, for your role. You've been calling Tony? <laughs> yeah, I've been calling little Tony and, getting, <laughs> and telling him all my great ideas. It's like, oh, I think you can be better used this way and, and that way. Like, oh, more conference calls overseas. They have no one working the night shift on your job. So you need to get on calls with Asia and, and Australia. If and I he think that lets would be me great. go, I have to get back on that that jet <laughs> I'm one of 32 women I fought so hard to separate myself from the rest of those women just on that on that jet when he saw half of it I, I, finally, I was able to get out it was so weird that they divided the jet in half with the women on it <laughs> and I'm glad you escaped that horrible situation this yeah. I don't know. I think I think everything's messed up now. Oh, oh gosh. I mean, he doesn't have our number, right? He can't. Little Tony can't call us back, can he? Of course he can. It's oh, your home no, office. No, no, no. I only 
communicate with him through email. He doesn't hear my voice. He doesn't know exactly where I am. Now you've given him a way to trace us. I didn't think he was like a horrible figure in your life. I thought you were, thought you wanted to get FaceTime with the. Why do you think I've got this home office? Why do you think I'm sequestered in my home as I do the work? I don't want to be Some seen. Some black uh, minivans and, and Tahoes oh pull up outside gosh, the house. Look outside now. It's little Tony's entourage. <laughs> and then a space shuttle pulls up. Insane. The mafia? What is that? Yeah. I, I have a really big question based on, on that, which is. Um, if there was a 24-hour Luby's, <laughs> would you go to it? Hell no. I, can't, I mean, Luby's in the daytime, but if Luby's was open for a night shift, I, I, oh, like, I don't know. Three in the morning. Yeah, three well, in the... I don't know how long the food's been some, out in there. I think some someone would go to it. I would be more worried about the people who would be working at three in the morning at Luby's. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't trust them. Sure. I think I, I remember seeing a 24-hour subway. I feel like it's the same well, sort sure. of thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's just it's just lettuce and tomatoes, it's not home style cooking. Yeah, I mean, I mean you have roasts. Yeah. At Luby's you yeah. have roasts. <laughs> How do you time that? How do you time the roast? You know what I mean? It's not a sandwich. They need to uh. they, they gotta be the company that cracks the code. I used to love uh, growing up after church going to Luby's, that was like mm-hmm. we did that every Sunday and That's then right. we just stopped because it's gross. How did how did Luby's <laughs> corner the post church market? I oh, don't I don't know. <laughs> did they give out like did you get a discount with your church program? Yeah. You know, like uh, you Boudreaux's does program? that. My, yeah, Boudreaux's does I, that. I think I remember saying stuff like that. I think it's something where it's their like style of country. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a very, like, I don't know, sleepy country. <laughs> like, it just kind of seems, I don't know how to say it without being offensive, but, like, I, I, my, my family is a lot of, like, kind of laid-back country people. And it was just kind of like, you'd go, you'd go and you'd see, like, pictures on the wall of people that looked like you're wearing the same clothes as your grandpa. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, well, guess this is the place. We cut, to, we cut to a Luby's. Hey, brother. Hey, yeah. hey man. Don't eat the food here. What, what's wrong with the food here? Look. look I mean, it's, it looks pretty good to me. They're trying to trap you here, man. If you eat the food, you won't stop eating the food. And then one day, you'll end up on the wall. <laughs> You'll never leave here, man. Get out of here, man. Um, oh. Get out. I, I, look, I just left church. I've, oh, they have like three hours. I'm oh. really hungry. I didn't eat breakfast this morning. They got to you at church, man? Well, yeah. Someone gave me a, oh, a, coup- a coupon man, I gotta, yeah, on the way out. You need some more help, man. I'll be right back. You, you need some more water, by the way? Uh, yes, please. <laughs> All right, let me teach you. <laughs> that guy works here. Oh. Welcome to Lubies. How you doing? Hi. Um... All right, how was church today? It, it was, it was, uh, it filled my soul. I filled your soul, but I hope it left your stomach empty for two helpings of mac and cheese. Hey, thank you so much. I Good, we'll give you two helpings. Yeah, this is called our Sunday platter. Mm-hmm. We're 
recognize that you've been in church for a while and you might need double on the carbs. So it's our Sunday platter. I'm going to give you this double helping of mac and cheese. What else would you like? Um, I feel like this is going like, to time me up for a while. To this, so. Well, it doesn't matter because I'm only working the mac and cheese. Yeah, you got to roll down the good. I see you just got mac and cheese and you can't eat that without two helpers of mashed potatoes. <laughs> Let me go ahead and put that on your plate right there next to that oh, mac and cheese. Um, it's not really room for it. Oh, mashed potatoes are real, real flexible. Okay, uh, let me get a second plate. No, 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 no. Keep it on the same plate. You want to build it nice and high. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm gonna, now how, many, how many scoops of gravy do you want? Uh, Zero is not an option. <laughs> I mean, it's already like a... Uh, just one, one then. One? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Okay, I'll give, give you. Give him the country one. I'll give him the country <laughs> one. I'm going to need to get the bigger later off the bottom of the, of okay. the cart here. <laughs> get one country helping a gravy. That's, there you go. Oh, man, that's like a whole bucket. Mm-hmm. It's right. a country-sized helping. Well, don't take your sweet time coming down to me. I'll go, go ahead, girl. Oh, I, I, I. My plate's kind of full. Oh, it's not gonna... full until I put this here country fried steak on that. Right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's huge. I'm going to give you the biggest plank I can find. Okay, that's bigger than the plate. <laughs> could, you, could you not? That's the perfect size for Sunday. Actually, why don't we just do this thing? Why don't we just put it on top and then flip it over and it'll become the plate. <laughs> Get ready to this nasty old plate. This, for is, you. this is the Sunday platter. Getting in the way. Let me throw this here out in the dishes. <laughs> Go ahead, take that right it's, there. It's a little warm, okay. All right. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll okay. be fine. Um, you can go pay for it down there. Okay, fucking give me here all day trying to eat this. Okay. All right, I see you got our church platter, Sunday platter. Good. <laughs> got your triple helping of mac and cheese, of uh, mashed potatoes, double helping of mac and cheese. Do you need a fork or a knife or anything like that, sir? Um, no, just fist it on in your face. You don't need no God. silverware like that. Just okay. get on in there. Uh, all right. All right. Now that's gonna be thirty nine ninety nine <laughs> for your plate. Now, would you like a dessert even or some with, sweet tea? Even with the coupon discount? Oh, I'm sorry. You did not tell me you had a coupon. Yeah. Hold on. I gotta get the manager out here for the coupon. Okay. Hey, hey. And while, and, while, and while he walks away, another guy walks up to him. Don't eat the food. Uh, I see you got the country platter. Don't yeah, do it. Look, I already paid for it. I, I might as well just eat this thing. Yeah, you're going to have a hard time getting out of here without eating it, okay? Yeah. You need to be subtle, all right? I'm going to give you this flip phone, all right? I'm going to call you in a second, <laughs> flip okay? Phone? Yes, it's flip phone. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, it's a flip phone. Flip no, it's phone. a flip phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. I got oh, my oh, manager, go. Lee. He oh. has given you the official discount. Yes, we give you a 2% discount. 2%? 2%? Because uh, okay. you love the Lord like yeah. we do here. Mm-hmm. Loving the Lord's part of our work. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Um, all right, thanks. The total is thirty six ninety nine. <laughs> he knows math. He, that's why he's the manager here. That's right. I'm going to okay. go back in the back and uh, finish praying over the uh, mashed potatoes, new batch of mashed potatoes. Thanks, Lee. All right, great. Okay, well, yeah, here's, here's the cash. All righty then. Okay, now you just gone on over there. We got a couple of seats over by the window. Look like you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't have anybody else to talk to. So just go ahead and sit out there and, and look in the parking lot. He goes and sits in at the window and looks at the parking lot and he, 
He looks at his plate of chicken fried steak underneath <laughs> piles of mashed potatoes and, and, and macaroni and cheese, and he, he looks at the phone that, that that boy gave him and starts ringing. Hello? Hey, it's me. Hey. All right. So I need you to follow my instructions. Have you seen The Matrix? Yeah, I've seen. seen it's kind of like that scene from The Matrix. With, with, yeah, on the phone with Morpheus. Yeah, on the, yeah. Okay. It, think of me as Morpheus. All right. <laughs> I need to follow my instructions exactly, right? Because right. yeah. they're going to come around and see how much you've eaten. And so you need to get out of there before that happens. I, I, I see them coming right now. You see them? Yeah. <laughs> you see the Luby shirts? I do, yeah. <laughs> All right. I need you to duck between the tables. Okay. Okay. Well, where'd he go? <laughs> hey, just, just the play of mashed potatoes. Right, keep and... moving. Keep moving. Hey. Get behind the water cart. Follow the cart as it moves across the room. Okay, everybody, we need to stop. Everyone freeze what you're doing. We have lost one of our customers. No move. There's a plate of chicken fried steak. <laughs> That has not been touched. Nobody moves until we figure out where I... Jump at the plant. Jump at the plant. (gasps) All right, be real still, okay? They don't get near plants. Everybody stand in a single file line. We're going to do a numbers count. There should be 37 people in this (laughs) Away from the plants. Away from the plants. We don't touch anything green around here. Morpheus, Morpheus, i got to get out of here. All right. They're going to start counting, all right? Once they start counting, that's when you make a break for it. All right? That's when you go. We're with 1,000. Two and thousand. Won't you just count three. one, They're two, not good three. at numbers. <laughs> they didn't go to well, math I'm not the class. manager. I'm not good well, with numbers. Well, I know. It's, it, Lee's the only one that's good at math. You, well, you finish counting. I, I'm at 3,000. All, All right, right, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. You're going to see a space shuttle outside. Hop in. Okay. So <laughs> wait, it's full of women already. <laughs> and scene. Of course, it's full of women. All right. Great. That is that is the Can't oh, Tell Us Nothing show. <laughs> Thank you so much, Roger Anderson, for your Thank time. Thank you. Thank you for having Thank me. It was fantastic. Man. Oh, man. It was great having yes. you on. Go ahead and plug uh, whatever you got, man. Absolutely. Well, this is a great week because coming up is the Trail Comedy Festival. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you like Can't Tell Us Nothing, you can see them there at the Trail Comedy Festival. Uh, they're going to be on Friday at 8. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you can go to trillcomedy.com yes. to learn all the details, but we have some amazing out of town guests yeah, who else coming. Is there? Uh, we have got Vanessa Gonzalez. Mm. She is an aw- yeah, she's an awesome stand up. You can t- see her on Comedy Central and HBO Latino. Uh, we have white women coming. They're a UCB team. One of the one of the best in the world, really, in my opinion. They're yeah. so freaking fantastic. That's I can say that. You yeah. know, you are saying yeah, yeah, we yeah. can't tell us nothing. I mean, I'm. Yeah, he said that. Uh, he said that. They're they're Looking gonna be here, um, <laughs> and then uh, also uh, we've got shows on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sunday's gonna be an awesome send off. We have Ernie Manus. He's a local Houston public media yes. personality. He's talked to uh, all of the celebrities, and we're gonna be talking to him and coming up with scenes based on his stories like you did today. So it's a super fun thing. Trollcomedy.com for details. Come hang out. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And then for Can't Tell Us Nothing, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, C-Tine Improv, pretty much all those places. Again, recording at 92KELZ. Uh, we will be at Trill, as, as Roger said, so feel free to get those tickets. Go ahead and look up that lineup. It's a great lineup. Um, we'll also have shows throughout October and November on Fridays. So stay tuned for that. Follow us on Facebook for more details. Anything else, Gabe? Mm-hmm. Got it. <coughs> also, yeah, also oh, check us gosh, out on yes. YouTube channel. Ooh. We're going to have these, uh, th- this radio show uh, video up there on YouTube. 
Uh, also, some of our other shows that you can see, shows we've done uh, either at festivals or other theaters around the city. So check that stuff out. And like it and subscribe. Yeah. Yes. Comment, like. Yes, all comment. Yeah. All right. So for Michi and for John and for Tandy and for myself, Antoine, and for Roger, thank you for being part of this. This is Cantel's Nothing Show. We are out. <laughs>